And we're back. It's the Too Close for Podcast once again. What? Yep, yep. Believe it or not, today's focus is episode 105 from season one. First aired December 2nd, 1980. Almost done with those 1980 shows. And this episode was called K Sarah Sarah, or maybe it was K Sarah Sarah. You're not sure? Sarah Sarah. That is pretty much Sarah. With a raw at the end. Well, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Marty Cotola. No, why don't you introduce me? Cause and that's Gene over to look there. At these notes. And this is a podcast where we talk about Too Close for Comfort episodes. And if you haven't seen this episode, well, keep on listening. You know, it'll sort of make sense. Theater of the mind. But if you just watched this episode, well, you, you've come to the correct program. Because we're like an after show, you could say, uh, the episode guide. So why don't I just start with my notes and we'll see how that works. All right. So the show starts out, Jackie walks in, and her father's sitting on uh, the couch, and she's like, hey, I got half the rent. And he's he's very curious as to where the other half of the rent is. And Jackie, Jackie has a job at the bank, and she has no time for this, so she just leaves. And she's like, that's Sarah's problem. Yeah, I got a job. And, and then Sarah, all right, so Sarah shows up right after this. She wants, she's wanting to drink some orange juice for free because apparently she just, they just both leech off their parents for all their food, as, we, as we'll learn in later episodes. She just, she's, she's got to go to school. Monroe's going to pick her up because, you know, they go to school together, and Monroe's just happy to be around a girl. So Sarah says she's going to be a month late on the rent for the rest of her life. What do you think, Marty? How How is this possible? Where is she getting money in the first place? Exactly. See, I think this is the dynamic part of the program where we actually discuss... You're not supposed to think about those Scenarios. Things. Why... why because if, if we just because do a wrap-up without then, discussing it... Then I the whole know. show falls apart if you uh, dive into uh, why. how did she have money before. <laughs> yeah, where is she getting that money? Well, is we're it? only five episodes in, so I think she well, got hopefully like a, nobody will think about that. She got that like a student and, loan going on? Sure, sure. something? But she's not going to be able to pay the rent this month, but next month... And then later on... Maybe the street singing gig with Monroe was maybe, paying off. They're still doing that? They, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. Because that, that seems to be her best friend. But she has a lot of dates, I'm, I'm thinking. So when does she have time to really hang out with Monroe? Well, She's too busy uh, trying to change her class schedule around to even look for a job. Is that what she's saying? That was almost a verbatim line mm. read there. All right, so she's going to be perpetually late with the rent. But Henry, he needs that money to pay off the mortgage because the mortgage is is really weighing over his head. I think later on we learned the girls pay $400 a month rent. So that $200, where's he going to get that from? I'm not sure. He's not. 
he's apparently not going to get it. So then Sarah, he chews out Sarah for not paying, not having the rent. And Sarah's, Sarah's doesn't have time to drink the orange juice anymore. She has to get a job. So she, she just leaves. She takes off. So Henry, he's up all night worrying about this, fretting and fuming because uh, he chewed out his daughter. And Muriel wakes up. He's he's drawing at this point, isn't he? This is when we see his UCLA sweater. This is where he's uh, talking to Cosmic Cow for the first time. Was he doing the Cosmic Cow voice? Yeah. Okay. Which is which is epic, you know. If you're going down the checklist, check Cosmic Cow right there. And Muriel says, "Hey." Don't worry about it. And he's like, yeah, let's not worry about it. We'll just let her slide because it's only 200 bucks. They never say how much money it actually is. but So they let it slide. And then we, boom. Next, Then we cut to the next morning. Jackie's talking to Phil for like a half hour, right? Oh, yeah, one-sided phone conversation. Now, this is a not Phil the printer from uh, season six. At the Murin Bugler. No, this is just Phil. So Jackie's talking to Phil for a half hour until he finds out it's not Sarah, and then he hangs up the phone. Is that what happens? Yeah. So then Sarah shows up, right? Sarah shows up, and she, and uh, she's flattered that Phil hung up the phone. But she no. doesn't have time to talk. She's got to go to work. Sarah's just found a new job at the Fox and Hound, as we quickly learn, and she has to put on a new work uniform where, where she is a wench at the Fox and Hound. And uh, she has, like, work panties. You ever have to wear work panties at any of your jobs, Marty? I don't. What's that mean? Who's at the door? Who is at the door? Depending on who's at the door, it depends on uh, Sarah's fate, right? Is it Monroe? Is it his mother? Her mother? We never did. We ever meet Monroe's mother? Uh, I don't know. I don't. That's a, it's a good question. I, she's been referenced much later. We'll get to all this and more. It's incredible. But it turns out Henry's at the door, right? It's her father, Henry. So she's, Sarah is trying to hide the fact that she's wearing this uniform where her butt is exposed with these work panties. Like I say, work panties. Yeah, they're, that's what she calls them, her uh, work panties, I believe. Yeah, I delivered pizzas for a while. I did have to wear work panties, to be honest. Mm, well, you know? It's an interesting pizza place. I know, then, I know. But then the horn starts honking, right? And then they yeah, have the horn. Then all of a sudden we find out that Monroe is waiting outside in her, in his car. He has a car, apparently. Uh, the early episodes when they hadn't quite figured out what was going on yet. With Monroe. Yeah. Monroe, I think, had figured it out. But, or Jim J. Bullock. What a cool name, Bullock. Right? <laughs> Bullocks. That's what I always thought, Bullocks. Yeah, when I always heard people say that... Uh, uh, what, the guy's last name from 
too close for comfort. Exactly. What's the origin of that name? We'll have to figure that out as the episodes go on. Never mind Monroe. Here's the Sex Pistols. Yeah, that's that's our third album. <laughs> anyway, oh, so Monroe, finally, he can't wait anymore. And the whole time Sarah's hiding this outfit from her father, you know, shifting so he can never get a look at her backside. So Monroe gets up there, he sees her backside, and he, and he, and he flips out because Monroe's, he's kind of a spaz, you know. And obviously he's, he's in love with Sarah. You can imagine that he must be. Why else is he doing all this stuff for her? Just wait till we get to episode eight. Oh, well, spoiler alert, because I forgot episode eight. But I'm looking forward to it. And then does Muriel show up while Monroe's there? Yeah, then Muriel shows up, and she's like, oh, what's what's all this? And Henry's freaking out, and she says, well, if everybody else is wearing that outfit that works there, I don't see it to be a problem. And then Henry says something like, I don't care about the other people's daughters. I just care about mine, which is which is pretty funny in and of itself. Because there are men <laughs> at this at this restaurant. Men. Who I cares can't... about these other people? A theme that comes up more than once in this show. Who cares about these other people? I just care about my daughter. Not my fault the rest of the world were bad parents. Now, am I getting ahead of myself, or is this where the fight happens? No, no, this is where uh, they have a big fight at this point. A Henry and Muriel. All right, and then Sarah goes off to work. Sarah yeah. leaves. And so Muriel and Henry have a huge fight where Henry starts bringing in Muriel's mother, saying all this stuff, basically no morals or no integrity. Yeah, I forget the exact words. My notes aren't that detailed. And this is all over Sarah's new job because the night before they had discussed well, maybe Sarah doesn't need a job. We can carry her. Now, Sarah got this job, and Henry doesn't want her to have this job. And Sarah says, well, I got this job, but I'm going to keep this job. So there. Muriel says she's going to cut him off. No more food, no dinner, no, no... No anything else. No anything else. So you can you can imagine what that means. No more sex, and obviously. Then, then Henry says, well, I can eat out or anything else. And the crowd's like, ooh. So that's the end of Act 1. Yeah. The girls are downstairs, and they're, they're complaining about, the, about their mother because she's always in the bathroom. This is before they have to go to work. Uh, Muriel has moved in with the girls at this point. Oh, yeah. She moved downstairs. I didn't. I, I stopped up when she got cut off. She's developing uh, pictures in the girls' bathroom, right? A mention of Muriel's photography. Yeah. Is that the first? No, this isn't the first mention. Because the whole thing's about, you know, she's always got a camera or books. Yeah, and let's not forget the whole darkroom episode with uh, Ernie Hudson. Or they're hiding all the camera equipment. They're complaining about Muriel being in the bathroom. They need to go to work. She's a neat freak. She's organized the whole house, and they can't find anything anymore. She's always in the bathroom, and and she's got to go to work. Sarah's got to go to work. So what's going on? I need the bathroom. And then the girls start arguing because uh, all the stress. The mother comes out of the bathroom, even though she she just said she needed 20 minutes 
She'd be done in 20 minutes. Yeah, the episode will be over in 20 minutes. Exactly. So the girls are fighting. Later on that day, Monroe is making dinner. And uh, Henry comes home. The whole kitchen is utterly destroyed. Am I wrong? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, if your kitchen looks like that, messed up. Who, who's going to clean that? Well, there's spaghetti on the walls. There's, there's now, now it's garbage. The whole, the, whole, the whole thing is trash. Somebody calls on the phone, and he drops the drops the it was the old timey phone. Right. That's our second one sided phone conversation. Monroe drops the phone in the blender and, uh, and destroys part of the phone. Yeah, we barely started using that thing last week, and now we've already got to replace it. But don't worry, spoiler alert: the phone gets fixed by the next episode. And yeah, Monroe has just destroyed the kitchen. And Henry comes home, he's got a pizza, because he's, that's how he's living now. So, he's made spaghetti and meatballs in the pressure cooker, which is totally exploded. Yeah, and, I, uh, I learned you don't fix spaghetti in the pressure cooker. There's meatballs on the ceiling. Yeah. And, and the pizza, he ordered... So, Henry orders a pizza... He ordered a sausage pizza, a sausage right? pizza, but there was no sausage on it. It was just cheese. And he he took back Monroe's piece when hit a what he took a broom to he took it? a broom over to the ceiling, whacked the ceiling, and then a meatball that was stuck to the ceiling comes down and lands on the pizza, which we presume he's then going to chop the meatball up and spread it on the pizza. All right, so Act Three. Maybe before he w- no before he was not wearing the UCL. This is the first time we see the yes. Rush's uh, drawing, wearing the UCLA shirt, and Sarah shows up and gives him her half of the rent. Explains that she got fired when some guy pinched her butt. Um, they pinched her. They didn't say where. Probably wasn't her her, her like arm, right? Anyway, some guy pinches her. She, right. she spills a plate of roast spills. beef and mashed potatoes on he his head dumps a, dumps a plate of roast beef and mashed potatoes on his head and henry's very uh much of an approval of of that that's right and after three days and then muriel shows back up and henry has trashed trashed the bedroom there's like all kind of a bunch of shit on the bed i don't know what's going on there is that just was he uh, screwing up so many drawings? He was just throwing, or there was it pizza stuff? I don't remember. Do you remember? I don't remember. Anyway, there's a bunch of trash and debris on the bed, and he tries to cover that up. And Muriel shows back up, comes upstairs to grab a few more things. And they quickly make up, and Muriel explains that uh, after living with. Uh, the girls for three days. All of this happened in three days, apparently. The girls are driving me crazy. They're driving her crazy. Or they're completely insane or oh, something. She said yeah. like that. And that pretty much wraps that one up. Yeah, you, you got like a, maybe a. Well, one that's more it. That's yeah, all that's I it. got. So let's go over. Let's go over the stats now. Okay. There were no guest stars on this episode. It's kind of rare. It's almost always somebody else showing up and then becoming the complete focus of the episode. But no, we're focused on the main characters. And there were no last names given. Like, we don't know Phil's last name or no no 
characters that we'll never see. That's except true. Explained in great detail about who they are and what they've done. We got Henry talking to Cosmic Cow for the first time ever. Then we see Cosmic Cow again at the end of the episode when Henry's at the drawing board. And also in that same scene, we get to see the UCLA sweater on Henry. So that's the first college sweater of the episode. Monroe is in stripes in this episode. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. We uh, covered the two one-sided phone conversations. There were some check. There were some moments that were close to Henry stammering, but nothing that I counted. I I would have said there were at least there was one solid stammer. Yeah. When he when he saw the fox and hound thing, that I would say that's a solid stammer, and I'd say there was a one and a half stammers if we're gonna rate it. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with my zero. Okay, you can do because that because I I count the the extreme ones. I've know. watched this episode. Four times in the past three months. There were four instances of Henry pointing at people in this episode. Were they points and shakes? Yeah. Okay. Monroe's motorcycle? No, but he has a car, apparently. Or he borrowed somebody's car, or something happened, there's a car. There is a mention of Muriel's photography, because she's developing pictures in the girls' bathroom. There's a mention of Muriel singing, also, on the road with the band was brought up at one point. As far as the intro variants go, we're back to the intro from episode 103, which is almost the original one. We had one subversive moment, the Patty Hearst joke. That's right. We totally skipped over that. The Patty Hearst, that's who they had rented previously. Like, let's say when they first bought the house 20 years or however long they'd been married at this point, because I'm not quite sure... At least 24. 20, 24 years. That's that is exactly their anniversary right. a couple weeks that ago. That is right. So when they bought that house 24 years ago, I think matches up to Patty Hearst. It would have been about 12 years back or something, because this was 1980. What so. were, do you remember what they were called, the Patty Hearst, those people that kidnapped Patty Hearst? People's Liberations or something like that. But apparently that's who they used to rent the uh, downstairs out to, or somebody was making a funny Either way, disheveled Henry hair. We do get an instance of that at the end of the episode where Henry's hair is messed up. Being a somewhat of a physical comedian, Ted Knight would occasionally use his hair to comedic effect by messing it up when otherwise it would always be perfect. I've been watching a lot of Mary Tyler Moore. I'm looking for that because I think that was his first real acting break. I'm doing a lot of hand gestures right now, like I'm in. Just like the elaborate comfort. The elaborate hand gestures during the fight in this episode between Henry and Muriel. You could tell that they had really practiced all well, they're, those they're, they're, gestures in that one. They're pros. Those guys are solid. I'm gonna give this one a three on a yeah. scale of one to five. It was it was a good solid episode. Maybe maybe slightly above a three. We got, uh, as far as bizarre, odd happenings go, Monroe's first mess in the kitchen. First time he's been allowed in the home by himself. That's true. He just met this guy, and the girls let him up. We totally skipped over that kind of... The girls had let him upstairs to fix dinner. He replaced that crystal, and now he's part of the family. Exactly. He's moved in, kind of. That also included his upcoming opening credit shot, where he... uh, 
pushes the batter off of the uh, Betty Crocker cookbook into the bowl. That's where that shot comes from. And we also had an early bonding moment between Henry and Monroe and a meatball. Because they're just like, ah, let's just chill and eat the pizza. And he wasn't mad at Monroe there. They were just chilling. You don't see that He had bigger problems. Exactly. His wife wasn't there. That is true. The, The previous episode, he apologized to Monroe. Like, it really wasn't his fault his daughter got arrested and all that stuff. And so what did we learn this week? Henry learns he needs to let his daughters live their own life, at least for this week. So I'd say that was a solid early episode. And Monroe's not that bad. Yeah. Although he, although he, he, he freaking hates Monroe. So next week we'll be back with a, a personal favorite of mine, Tenants Anyone, where Mildred Rafkin shows up to clean out the girl's apartment. I haven't seen this episode in in twenty years, dude. Wow. Wow wow. You can hear my show on Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. Download the free app today. Listen anytime, anywhere. Create custom playlists. Rate and review my show on Stitcher. And over 4 million car dashboards. On demand and on the go. No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory. Stream your favorite podcasts. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at stitcher.com or in the App Store.